Hey guys, it's Carmina here with Mina Be Choppin. Hey guys, it's Carmina here with Mina Be Choppin, and I have our special guest, Miss Gabby, too solid on Insta. And I'm going to let her do a shameless plug. Gabby, let us know where your shop is, how long you've been in the industry, and what you specialize in. Okay, well, thank you for the introduction. Most people don't know my first name. So it's going to be a shocker for a lot of people that my name is Gabby. So my name is Gabby, aka Too Solid. I am a braider out in San Jose and now San Francisco at Dapper Down Barber Lounge, uh, located on Powell Street. So I have been a braider for longer than I more older than I look but professionally I'll be hitting eight years in January so I'm excited and I'm so excited to be here talking Aww. with you bro I'm so excited to have you um I'm all about Chicana power black power for women um women power girl power like exactly and we keep the world going thank you and I feel like this industry is really a place where you could be a mom and then also be a woman as well and also have an amazing career and not be a slave. Like, obviously, it is your business, so you feel like you're slaving, but you also have a ton of control, like, over your schedule. And I've said it a thousand times that I would not have been able to be a mom, like, if it wasn't for this industry. So I know you have a baby, right? You put somebody down for a nap. How many kids do you have? So technically I have three. My oldest is unfortunately passed, but I do have two babies, babies. They are four and two. Ooh. So it gets crazy around here, but yes, it's definitely a lot easier that we can control our own schedules and have the freedom to be mothers. So I agree with you on that. For sure. So I did an interview in Vegas and sometimes when, what if I'm really mad or really stressed that's the only time I'll ever talk about something super crazy personal <laughs> like on insta and he called me out on it and he was like I know that you've been sharing some super personal stuff um and I was like oh my god people were like actually listening you know <laughs> but I know that you shared shared some super super um personal stuff and how is it um, like what made you share that? Is it helping you? Did you just need to get it off your chest? Like yeah, um, I've learned to be a very upfront person, but in a way that I still like honor myself, you know, um, once I realized, especially I always think social media and my, you know, industry that we're in for like saving me because I was braiding in a salon when, you know, times got rough, my son passed away and a lot of things, you know, but our community is so strong just from like us being people's therapists and like listening to people that... I've learned that I'm nothing without my community. So I've kind of gained that like along the way. Like I said, professionally, it's been almost eight years. So I've learned a lot. But once I learned so quick that like your clients and all the referrals and hey, I know that maybe I braided a cousin's baby daddy's sister's <laughs> grandma, but they're the ones that are going to come through and like 
help you with the fundraisers, help with anything, not just super big, but also super small. If you're like, hey, I need a model for a barber battle or hey, I need like who wants to like sell me some food stamps. <laughs> you know, like, the, it's I'm so big on the Get community because so yeah, yeah, because that's all like that i've had to like get me by you know so i've learned that especially we're therapists already like when is it our turn you know that's a thousand percent true and somebody was telling me i mean just speaking of clients and how much they come through for us during covid she was like i couldn't do anything and she lived in um like a really high-end area towards san diego she's like my clients would just shoot me money she's like they would shoot me like a 100 bucks they shoot me like 400 bucks and that's just like insane it is and i think um there's that there's a saying that like strangers will come through for you right like before friends will come through for you and i think that's something that clients have proven like a thousand times yeah a hundred percent it is like like i said even big trials, small trials, or even just whatever, like, I've learned to lean on my community and say, you know, I, you know, most of the time, especially as adults, we want to be self sufficient and independent, like, look at what we do for a living. No one can tell us anything. But once you learn, like you do need support from other people that helped me just like, heal myself and be like, super open. What kind of, what avenues did you, um, like, did you use to get through that? And I, are you okay with talking about this? Cause I actually didn't intend to like, no, okay. yeah. no I don't <laughs> mind. Uh, That's the thing. I, I, I'm so upfront and I'm also like the tale of all secrets too. <laughs> like the stuff I have to take with me to the grave from other people. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. When you see him walking down the street, you're like, Ooh, I know, you know, <laughs> um, I also had I also had a client and she she came in to get a haircut. I might cry, <laughs> but um, I think one of the like something I say all the time like you never know what somebody's going through, right? Um, and she came in to get a haircut from me, and it ended up that her son had passed away too, and he was um, I think he was like four to six months, but she was like I'm only here. Ah. <laughs> She's like because yeah. I really have nowhere else to go. I don't know where else to go. So I was just like, I'll go get a haircut. So you're saying like that we're therapists and stuff. And that's a thousand percent true. And like, for whatever reason, me or anybody else who she sat in their chair that day, like saved her for that little bit of time, you know, and she's still my friend to this day. And it's probably been like maybe 23 or 24 years. Yeah, it's it's super life changing, like running into people like that. Um, I, I've learned something even through other people's trauma, not to say it in a bad light, like, oh, I'm thankful for them, you know, trauma dumping on me and doing a four braids with design service. But, you know, there are things that we can learn from even our clients, mm -hmm. you know, um, it, especially with what we do, like we're in, you know, service industry, we service people, even as far as like, cutting the deceased's hair, braiding the deceased's hair. Like, I feel like everything, not to get dark fast. Have but you done that? Come, yeah, I have. And things have come full circle. And that's the thing. Like, you meet, even, like, for us talking, you'll be like, yeah, well, I know Gabby, and she lost her. You know, there's just so many stories to tell that can, like, 
just make people not feel alone. And that's what I've super tried to press on like my social media presence is I will go through a tough time, but I'm like, hey, you know what? I hope something good, like something good is gonna happen to you today. You know, and like, if you feel alone, I feel alone. Oh, yes. So if I'm feeling sad today, and I hope that you at least know that I'm feeling sad with you, you know? I'm the same. I feel yeah. what other people are feeling. And sometimes like it's heavy for us. And I think like our clients also don't know how heavy it is for us. You know, at the end of the day, we need to like, wash off, like get the energy off so we can go home. And then we still have a whole like household to deal with and take care of. Yeah. <laughs> We are, we have so many open tabs, mm -hmm. right? Especially yeah, us yeah, as yeah. women, we do yeah. in our minds and emotions. We got all these open tabs and it's like, I can't wait for the weekend to be over or just get that babysitter for the just couple hours. Cause I'm about to just turn up and do me or just go cry in the shower or do, you know? So it's, it's, it's crazy. I literally sit in the corner. Like I'll just turn off all the lights and my kids will be like, why are you sitting in the dark? I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> No, my favorite is is sitting in the car when you get home. Yep. Like I just need those like or after work. Yep. Like I'm sitting in that car. I don't care if it's five minutes, ten minutes. If I got twenty minutes and like I'm sitting in that car before I go in the house. Please don't hear me pull up. Like please don't. Hear me. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you're working in two shops right now. Yes. How is that going for you? And I know you have a bit of commute right between San. Ho you live in San Jose. I live in Hayward, and a lot of people get that confused too. So I, <laughs> yeah, I I also move around a lot, but um, I am from the South Bay, so I've established already my foundation in San Jose, and um, you know, a lot of people have like tried to scout me to get to their barber shops, and you know. Um, I just was, I really love where I'm at in San Jose. So I needed like a change. I feel like we're sometimes we can get comfortable because we are, it is up to us. We don't have like a manager up our butt, like, hey, you know, let's strive for this goal or this, mm -hmm. you know, it's on us. Yes. So luckily I stayed in, um, you know, in really cool ties with the owner from Dapper Down mm -hmm. in San Francisco. And I go, man, I told him, I'm good where I'm at, man, but I don't know. He goes, man, just come on. And something told me, just just go. And I said, this is the first time that I've ever gave even a chance to even meet up to, you know, to change um, locations. And um, I went and, man, we talked for like two hours. It was dope. So I like it because it was something that I needed. There are more, like a very like high end super like the the inside of the barbershop is insane i always tell people it looks like it, sh it should be in a magazine or like a loving hip-hop barbershop oh, like oh my god it's to die for and it's like downtown san francisco so i feel like i have the best of both worlds in a sense because i have my comfort in san jose mm -hmm. but i have my growth like my potential it. my higher potential in san francisco because they're they're on another level over there they're cutting you know um athletes and like a lot of big people like the guys that there are killing it and they have you know um someone a loctician that does dreadlocks and nice. man she's probably one of the best you know people i've seen and they're just they're touching a, a higher level that i needed to push myself because yeah, i feel like that's like I mean, with anything, but especially when it's up to you, you could get comfortable, you know. Percent. 
Yep. And you do have to be <laughs> uncomfortable to grow. And you also have to be around the right people to grow. And we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. Like you, um, you'll get stagnant, you know, and if you're around like people that are doing drugs all the time, like that's probably going to, what we are going to be, if you're around people who drink all the time, yeah. that's more likely like what you might get into, you know? So you want to be around like super positive people, but people who are also looking for more, like I feel it took me a really long time to find a group like that, you know? And it was so exciting. Like, Oh shit. Like, what are you guys doing? Why are you, mm-hmm. doing that, you know, it is, it, you have to like, I, I, to an extent, I really don't believe like birds of a feather flock together, but it is true. But I really had to push towards like, like you said, like you, what are, what are they on that I want to be on, you know, and everyone that is super humble and their, their talent is good. It's like a super well-rounded shop, like all across the board. And yes, do I have like, you know, fully, am I fully booked in San Jose? Yeah. It's not like I'm, you know, reaching out, trying to get more. I just needed something different. So that's my new venture. I've been there about only four months. And, you know, it's still like picking up for me a little bit. But um, what I've already like, you know, done there, I, I'm super grateful for, you know. So as a side note, I know for a fact that they were super stoked to have you. Because I did a <laughs> class over there in SF. And they were like, yeah, we have this girl coming in. I think um, I, he was like an apprentice or something. And he was like, yeah, too solid. I was like, oh, dude, I know her. She's fire like oh no way yeah, yeah. and they're like yeah she's like so good so um just so you know like they're that makes me feel good and uh <laughs> like i said they're i mean the the level that they're on over there that i admire but they're super humble and i'm just like barbers <laughs> ma- male barbers i don't care they have this like complex ego complex to them you know and we're just everyone knows the, the male barber complex that i'm talking about and if they don't they're in denial but then they have it what, they no, but they're just super chill people and i and i like that i'm, I'm super big on people being humble because it could all be taken from us you know yeah. i've did that i've had where i was starting to climb the ladder and i let it get to my head and it bit me so yeah. i i get it but that's good though, because then you're like, okay, next time I, I'm going to do something different. Like next yeah. time I'm going to do this, you know, are you licensed barber? Are you a Cosmo or what? Um... So I finished beauty school, but I am unlicensed for cosmetology and stay bored. We need to like, we need to like pull up to them because they are so just been so unorganized. I know now, you know, you only have to take the written. So I did apply for that and they gave me, I forget what number, like you're basically your whatever number. And it was for like a mechanic. I was like, well, I'm not a mechanic. And then (laughs) they like took months and I still haven't even heard back from them. And we're going through the same thing with, um, the shop I'm at in San Jose, some other barbers need to get on. And they're just like, it's like, they're told they've always been like that though. I graduated, like I said, longer than probably people would expect, but I graduated (laughs) beauty school in 2013. I graduated in 2000. Girl, bye. If anyone asks, we are 24. Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was. Yeah. Yeah. And I had got pregnant with my oldest. And back then, Same. if you apply for, yeah, if you apply for state board, you don't know, it could be eight months from now. Oh, yeah. It could be, and then guess what? In the mail, yeah. it's going to be the next day or it could be two days. Yeah. So I just didn't want to risk that. And then, 
Yeah, I mean, it's just a bunch of, not excuses, but it just wasn't always on the, you know, the front for me to do it. But and then when I do it, I'm like, damn, every time they want to take <laughs> my money, I put like 150 or 180 down yeah. to take the room. And it keeps like going up too. But yeah, you don't, I don't think you need a license to braid though anyway, correct? No, and before this, um, I did eyebrow threading for years and you don't need a license to thread in yeah. California yet either. So anything I've done, I mean, yeah, have I like colored hair back in the day at the house and like, <laughs> you know, after I had my oldest son, heck yeah. I was, one thing about me, I'm gonna make a way and make some money, right. but um, I definitely would love to like, of course, be licensed, but I think haircutting is, is something that like in the past few years I wanted to pick up. I'm not the, that bad, but I am scared of lineups. <laughs> I'm about You're to tell them, do your own lineup. It's terrifying to me. But they, okay, I don't know if you know how they change the licensure for California. There is, uh, I think it's like 600 hour cutting course only. Really? Yeah, so cutting only, and then there's another one for styling only as well. So then you're not coloring, you're not doing any of that, but you're cutting, which will be perfect. See how lucky, and then it's only <laughs> like a thousand hours for full, but oh, yeah. what I never understood is why cosmetology was still 100 hours over back then 1600 yeah. versus 15 and we still need to go back to use a razor blade yeah i'm like come on like throw me a bone here but which no. would make it for cosmos and barbers exact same program and then the barber they just get whatever 10 hour 20 hours to be taught the razor like so it's the exact same program yeah, I agree. There's I'm glad that they're changing things. Um, you know, I feel like with uh back when like the whole like George Floyd movement was going on and they were like, Hey, police only have to do like they have to do less hours than barbers and cosmetology. So I'm glad and they're like changing things around and I'm like, Yeah, because how is that gonna happen? And we're just trying to do hair and we gotta go. It's insane. It's like it was so it's Cosmo jail. That's what everyone called it. <laughs> I've never heard that, but it's a thousand percent true. But I honestly, I, I did 1600 hours. Like I said, 20 years ago, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I feel like it was super helpful. I really feel like I retained the information. I feel like I'm very well-rounded. I feel like I was taught everything, which a lot of people weren't like I used to do silk presses. I used to do wraps like I used to do any kind of black hair. I used to do um, color, uh, skincare, eyebrows, waxing. I mean, every single thing. Uh, but I went for 1600 hours, you know, so I had yep. the time to do it and learn. And I had the want to learn as well, which I also had this conversation yesterday. People do not want to learn like they just want to go in there. And I think they don't realize like how hard it is to actually make it, you know, like it is not. Yeah. And, um, I remember when I had, um, I had went on live, uh, months ago, I had went to promote for the Las Vegas barber battle out there and we're talking and, um, I'm like, yeah, one, I don't think people like realize how old I am. Right. And two, <laughs> like what it was that long ago, like you and I, we know there's old school ways that got us to where sure. like, um, I was the only one wanting to do willing to do relaxers at the yeah. beauty school yep. and braiding hair and trying to learn even pedicures like same like you I could get down on some acrylic nails yep. and do a perm but there's like this new age which not to down anyone it's what yeah. they're accustomed to with um, 
things kind of being easier. You can go on YouTube <laughs> and learn how to do brain surgery. Yeah. So you could for sure learn how to do a bald fade yep. with straight hair, curly hair, whatever hair, put a perm, you know, like it's, uh, they are skipping a lot of steps. A thousand percent. And it's causing um, a faster, like, come up but also a quicker fall i feel like you know what i mean yep. you could get the followers on social media yeah uh cuts by whatever braided by whatever but the longevity of like mm -hmm. the whole experience of being experienced is where it's like falling short that i'm noticing and i think too is social media right people are like, Oh, I got to have this many followers and da, 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 da. But I've said so many times to people who were for, to brands who are looking for brand ambassadors, like don't get somebody with 10,000 followers, get yeah. somebody with like 2000 followers who have heart, like who has passion, who's actually going to post for you. And I just think they're cool as shit. You know, they're hungry for it. And um, I, I will, if like anyone out there listening, like takes this from me, like I said, I did let it get to my head at one point. Year, I mean, this was years ago when I was finally getting like recognized and, um, I had the most views, the, like my followers were like hundreds, like coming up yep. and I had the least amount of bookings. Yep. And I know that there's barbers that I've been around that are like 40 plus yep. and um there's someone I really look up to. She doesn't work with me anymore, but she's like in her 40s, I believe, and she does not uh, have any new clientele. Dope. And this has been for like a long time. Yep. And that's the goal, like to stay fully booked. A thousand, yeah. And she doesn't even have like maybe a hundred followers you know what i mean like the real ogs <laughs> but is she booked hell yeah and that's why i'm like i had to learn that like i said I've, I've been humbled before like it, it ain't it ain't always good no matter how you know mm -hmm. it's to look underneath the surface could be totally different it's like wearing makeup, you know what I'm saying? Because like, <laughs> God did not look like this 30 minutes ago. <laughs> no, I think I want to say it's only like 1% of your clients actually come from social media. And I feel like you're either a fully booked barber or you are um, a social media, I don't know, would it be expert or person, whatever it would be called. Yeah. Because you can add that to the list now. Like, you don't have to technically be a barber or braider per se. Mm -hmm. um, like, I know there's someone that they sell the, you know, the classes online. Mm -hmm. And they're more content. Like, you know, you're seeing some of that now. Yeah. They're more content creating. And maybe they only have to cut once a week yeah. just for the video. Yeah. Or, like, you know, a couple times. So, I'm like... Yeah, but me, I like human interaction. I'm, I, I'm a sucker for, like, a nice, like, girl chat or, like, you know, just get your hair done. Like, oh, girl. It's like, I, it's like, um, like a series, right? And each time they come is the next episode. Because then you get to find out, did her man get caught and you pulled up on, you know? Like, that's the next episode is the next hair appointment. So I love that. Um, that's one of the things that Juan, Juanito said, if you look at he's a, he's a braider too. Um, he was like, I don't charge my clients. He is all about content creating. 
And then I was like, oh, for because of content. So he doesn't let them know he's not going to charge them. And then when they come in, he doesn't charge them. And he uses those services for his content. So that's 100% right. Oh, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. that is kind of the plus side of this new day and age, like getting hip with it, because truthfully speaking, I'm not I'm a very social person. And mm -hmm. I know people look at it like, man, she just like puts stuff out there and this and that. But if I wasn't doing this, I, I probably would be on more on the back end, just like laughing at memes and not really touching <laughs> social media, you know, but uh that is the cool part. You can make a living off of it, you know, and I have um I'm, I try not to do um, paid like marketing, yeah. you know, I'll shout a small business out because they, they need it yeah. or like stuff like that. But some people, man, they make a killing just off a hundred dollar, 24 hour story post. I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not, it's, it's more of a, like I said, it's more of a community thing for me. I got to know your good business and it's yeah. not just, you no, know? no, people are making mad money though. And I think, um, it's really cool because I actually, I, I'm, I'm not in the salon or barbershop full time because I had surgery on my shoulder. So I can't be cutting all day. And the fact that I could still like stay around and be in the industry because of my experience and not necessarily cutting is so amazing to me. And it's so amazing to me how um, many other people just like came in and are a huge part of this industry. Like, FX apps or like Bopper, you know, they're just a digital yeah. part and they're like huge in the industry right now and they have nothing to do with the industry. So I think it's just yeah. really cool how um, there's like so many different avenues now that you can make money, like being in the industry and not, and not just cutting hair. I don't want to say that, but it's exhausting, right? Like I've been in the shop for 12 hours a day. Um, my ex-husband used to be like, you don't know what real work is. And I'd be like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I can't even stand right now. Like my feet would be hurting so bad. I'd want to cry. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. On top of everything, your environment, like everyone else being crazy. And then yeah. like one client is going through the worst time of their life. The next one's like, just like being funny and crazy. Like, and then you're just, it's, it's a, it's a toll. Cause I, I right now I'm doing about 12, 13 hour days. Mm -hmm. So it's like, God it's damn, what do you mean? It, it is, it, it is. It's a lot. How many days are you working right now? Um, man, life has been, uh, it took a turn in the last month for me, like in my private life, as far as like, as we had a, is, you know, yeah, yeah. So right now I'm like, originally it was just a couple of days, but 12, 13 hours. Yeah. Cause in a sense, like I kind of liked that better. I could knock everyone out yeah. and within those two days, yeah. within those three days. And it could even be two and a half. I'm like, yeah. I'm good. But right now, I mean, especially around the holidays too, you know, yeah. we kind of got to kick it up a notch. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it, it's but mostly what I've learned that I've liked is the longer days, but the shorter work week. Yeah, I like the same. Just like mm -hmm. bust it all out. And since I used to share custody of my kids, that's what I would do. I would work like 24 seven on the days that I did not have them yeah. I would be going so hard and like yeah. get a million bookings on those days. And then I can be home and like do whatever award shows I could go volunteer, do whatever I needed to do with them. So. Yeah. That's that's the best part. Working the shorter days when you have kids because they're the ones that are going to know. It, it it impacts them more than it impacts yeah. us. You know what I mean? So, that's that's always you got to find out what works. Even bringing kids to the shop. I've lived that life with my oldest. I've done that too. <laughs> and 
now I could never. Let me tell you, these spoiled, <laughs> bad kids that I got this round, no thank you. They're like, yeah, the barber's like, man, just bring them. You could come an extra day. Uh, and who's going to watch that. you? Yeah, no. you that. Yeah, but that's also the cool part, too. I live that life with my oldest. He goes, I don't want to go to work. I'll be like, yeah, and Lord, he'll have fun, you know. But from a parent, you got to find that balance because we could work as much as we want to, but it could get, you know, um, I've had that unhealthy work-home life yeah. balance because I love my career so much, you know. And I think when it starts going good too, like they always say like your home life and your career like aren't good at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like you either have a really good career and like a shitty home. I've never life. heard that, but I'm thinking it's starting to make sense. <laughs> Actually, somebody also told me you can't be skinny if you're happy. So she was like, lose weight when you're depressed. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I pay a lot for the gym. I better be both for, for as much as I'm paying. And when they're watching the, and I'm paying the daycare fee, they better. <laughs> you have girls, boys? What do you have? So my four-year-old is a girl and then my youngest is a boy. Oh my gosh. Is your, your son's crazy. Yeah. Boys are, are just different. They're real like bouncing off the walls. Yes. And then the girls have the attitudes. Oh my God. I have so, three girls. We, this is the first girl that we've had in the family, like the new generation. I just actually got blessed with a niece finally, but we have all boys. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, girls are easier. But when they start to like show that attitude, I'm like, oh, there it is. That's, that's where it is. That's the con, right? So it is. And they're expensive as hell. Yeah, but isn't it nice? I mean, like you go to you go to the store, you go to the mall, and I'm like, yeah, that person will look cute on you because I know I would want that purse <laughs> or some shoes. That's why I'm like, I feel her. She's like, Mom, I want it. I'm like, I can't even be mad because I would I want it too. too. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so dope that we can be like, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying? When like the little us, we're catering mm -hmm. to the little us, like inside of us, you know? <laughs> it is because I'm like, man, that's one thing I said. Like, I got McDonald's money. I Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, you don't ever have to worry about that. Talking about we got food at home. What do you Where do you want to go? My girls and, already know the same. <laughs> I'm an enabler to a fault. So. There's our Dutch Bros and Starbucks. Oh, she already knows. Kick pop. Yep. On its way. Yes. For you and me and your brother. <laughs> How did you get into braiding? Um, did you do it like before you went into school or did, cause I cannot braid. I can literally do everything, <laughs> like, but I cannot braid. My fingers will straight lock up. Like, <laughs> No, this is actually of importance. It's, it's a question I get asked. I mean, I'm sure you can imagine a million times, but I've always been naturally good at hair. So I was like five years old in kindergarten, like doing my half up, half down ponytail. My mom tells me, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it, I was just one of those kids. I always tell people I got so fortunate and blessed that I was good at something and now it's what I do. Right. But I was, um, 12 and I taught myself. So if you like go look on my videos, you'll see like I traditionally the way my hands are positioned are not the like traditional way. I mean, there's really no right or wrong, yeah. but there's like a kind of a way that most people do it. I'm have to look. Because I taught myself, yeah. I, it looks crazy, you know? So I actually taught myself and that was around what around like middle school, kind of late elementary whatever. So 
we're in middle school. Guess what? We're wearing, putting on our eyeliner, mascara, <laughs> lip gloss, and we're taking, you know, pictures at the mall in the yep. studios, braiding our hair. I have like pictures of with my hair, like, you know, braided on the side back then, you know, like Dope. put the pictures in your binder. Like it was popping. Also, that was such an important time in the braiding world because you had exhibit Lil Bow Wow, the Allen Iverson. That was like yep. peak braid like designs so when i hopped in it i was already learning how to do the zigzags yeah. how to do i mean within my first year because yeah, so 2000s the zigzags <laughs> yes that's what i'm saying i'm like man i do i miss that i mean now it's a little bit different with like inflation and everyone kind of knowing our worth now those yeah. braids are going to be like 300 dollars braids yeah but back then you're paying 25 50 dollars you're paying me and i'm doing 16 <laughs> braids and they're all crossing each other looking like a highway you know so that was like such a like and i'm telling you i got so blessed like how it all like played out with me and my career from this like very beginning you had like you know low bow wow looking fly and then alan iverson really was like super trademark to you know we call them the iverson braids the fishbone braids and um, yeah, that, those, those were the times, you know, how about like the pain? How do you like maintain your hands? Like what you say you go 14 hours. That's a long day. For yeah. The, um, luckily the way my hands are positioned are a little bit more relaxed okay. and like face down versus the tension. I also learned that it is a myth that you have to pull tighter for people's hair to be tighter. The less tension you put on your hands, it's, it's still going to be tight, you yes. know? So um, beauty school did help with that, though. You know, like keeping your arms, what do they say, at 90 degrees and your shoulder. Yeah, and um, I'm 4'11". That's the funniest fact that people, I feel like, get shocked when they meet me out in person. <laughs> but I have a stool. Like, you are not going to catch me. I mean, I think the tallest person I had was like 6'9 or something. So imagine me. Standing on a ladder. 4'11". And I know I have a stool. So I make sure that, like... I, especially when I teach like the braid classes yeah. that I'm teaching them relax. It's a, you know, I tell people it reminds me of like you're a grandma knitting on the <laughs> recliner. That's the kind of vibes you want to keep, I like you know? It. Yeah. I'm five nine and people I are shook when they meet me for an opposite reason of you. Cause I'm so tall, like for a girl. I, lo <laughs> I love tall women. And of course it's always like what we're not, you know, cause I'm super short, but I'm like, I love me a tall, a tall I know, you have curly hair, <laughs> super straight hair, but it was so funny. I was talking to um, a guy one time and he was like, how tall are you? <laughs> I was like, five nine like why and he's like oh because i can see where your head is sitting up on your chair in your car and i was just like you're short full like we're not talking yeah. more after this <laughs> i wouldn't i mean i mean <laughs> come on now guys lie online 24 7 like on their height oh how tall are you like what okay why is every guy like five nine dude they add three that's the number three <laughs> Like, you know, damn, you six and a half on your best day with the Nike Air Force. Oh, my God. <laughs> would lie all the time. And it was so funny because he'd be like, I'm 5'10". I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> in your head. In your head. That's what you should I'm tell all me. All right. I'm like, get this mm -hmm. on myself. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm super short. People are shocked. They're just like, man, you just got like, yeah, I got Meg the Stallion energy, but uh, from down here. <laughs> Girl, I have Meg the Stallion. So do you have a tall yeah. best friend? 
Of course. Of she's course. Prob- she's, yeah, she's like your height too. I'm telling you, it, it we go hand in hand. Dude, so you know Sahira, she's my short bestie. So. Oh, uh, yes. And we are the shorties, like literally the same height. Is there anything that you want anybody to know? Any message that you want to put out? Yeah, I, I would I would love to at least spread some light. Um, Please do. I know this, even if it's like, like a barber, a hair, you know, people cutting hair, anything. Like, this industry is so, it could tear you down quick, just as much as it could build you up. One day, you're going to feel like I'm the richest person. Everybody, like, you know, messes with me. And then the next day, because it, it's so, like, self-driven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been doing this so long, and it does sometimes feel like a cycle. You know, some days I'm like, damn, nobody likes me. Like, I'm not, no one booked me today. And I've been doing this a long time, and people look at, like, man, you got all these followers, I got all this love. But, like, it's the same, you know, just to not let, um, and it's life advice too, but just to take it easy because. Just because you're over trying and overworking doesn't make you productive and healthy, you know, and I feel like that's that's a super hard balance that I had to learn because I'm so we're all self driven in this industry and you feel like if you're not being productive, then you're nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is a reflection of us. The more effort we put in is what we most likely get back out of it, you know. Um, that if there's yeah, if there's anyone out there that's like, man, F this job or man, I'm just kind of nobody like, man, just keep pushing. If you like what you do, you also get better in your, um, you know, technique. And I think the number one thing that people should really focus on is customer service. I feel like that's one thing that's not really talked about how you treat people and make them feel, even if you're not the best, even if you're trying the experience and how you treat people is what's kept me in business the longest. You know what I mean? Yep. And, I, and I will always say that it's not, I wasn't always this good at braiding and I still feel like I could be better, you know? So that's a, uh, that's one thing that I, you know, would always tell people any chance, like people ask me for advice or, yeah. you know, anything in that nature that uh, just to, to be kind to yourself, find that, that good balance of like going hard, hustling, but still like, treating people with you know just love and light and then like treating yourself like that too and if you're not booked one day or one month and book the next then just ride the wave because it's worth it this is a dope industry and everything right now that that's popping off is it's untouched right now so it's a good time to be in this industry I love it. Thank you. Thank you. You're yeah. great from Too Solid. Um, remember, I'm not mean. I just say what everybody else is thinking. Bye, guys. We'll see you soon. All right.